Women Taking the Lead, Episode 39. Find those moments and try to pull out the positives and do a spin on it because a lot of times out of our pain comes our purpose. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. This episode is sponsored by Luma Coaching. Want some support to get your dreams off the ground? Go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Denise LaRosa, who is the founder and host of Mom Talk with Denise LaRosa, a podcast designed to motivate, inspire, and inform mothers. Denise utilizes her parenting expertise and background as an elementary educator with a master's degree in education to bring mothers invaluable resources and information on parenting. Mom Talk with Denise LaRosa peaked at number two in the new and noteworthy on iTunes and has recently landed in What's Hot. Denise is also the happy wife and mother of two girls. Now, Denise, that's just a little intro for everyone. So tell us more about you and your own humble beginnings. Sure, Jody. Well, it's interesting because I was born and raised in a small town in West Virginia, made famous by Martha Stewart um, in unfortunate circumstances. She served her prison sentence in Alderson, West Virginia at the Federal <laughs> Women's Prison. And that's my hometown. Yeah, like no stoplights. Uh, we are very small. And I grew up actually my the first two or three years of my life in a mobile home and watched my mom work so hard, work tirelessly to provide for her two children as a single mother, which has continued to inspire me on a daily basis. She is such a strong woman who I watch just work so hard to achieve every single thing that she's earned in life. So that's my humble beginning. I went on to get my undergraduate degree from Radford University in dance. I did the struggling artist thing in New York City for a year and realized that my heart was really in having more of a stable lifestyle as opposed to living out of a suitcase and traveling and whatnot. So I moved to Pittsburgh. And from there, I was a professional dancer for a little while. I received my master's degree from Carlo University here in Pittsburgh and just really wanted to work, expound upon my work with children as a dance teacher by going into the general education classroom. So that was really uh, a crazy moment in my life where I felt like I was kind of dipping into everything from dancing to now in the classroom, but it all came together because the constant, most consistent thing in my life has been working with children. I absolutely love working with children and wanted children of my own, and I'm so blessed to have two girls, a two-year-old and a one-year-old, and yes, I have coffee as we speak, like right in front of me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's the only way I could survive, but it's fun. I wouldn't trade it for anything, and So, yeah, we'll get into some more about as far as like what has brought me to the podcasting world, but it's just been a wonderful journey. I've just enjoyed everything, the ups and downs, and I'm just so excited to share that story today. Wow. God bless you, Denise, a one-year-old and a two-year-old and your podcast and everything else that you're doing. My goodness. (laughs) So clearly you've had success in your life. You went from the mobile home to like 
going on and getting your master's, you know, what a journey you must have had. And I know you, it, there was a quick overview and we're going to get into it a little bit deeper. And clearly you've gained confidence, but take us back to a time where you were playing small and you may not have been aware of it at the time. Share with us the story and the lessons you learned along the way. Absolutely. You know what, Jody? it's funny because this isn't a big fancy CEO adult story. This is actually a memory from high school. And yes, I was one of those girls who did pageants. Don't judge me. But um, (laughs) I would definitely say my pageant days was a plain small moment. I remember the big deal in my little hometown was the Miss Fireworks pageant. And this queen reigned over the 4th of July celebration, the largest 4th of July celebration in the state of West Virginia, I might add. And so for a little girl in this small town, my goal wasn't to become Miss America. It was to become Miss Fireworks, okay? Mm -hmm. I was so excited the first year I entered, I was second runner-up. The next year, I was first runner-up. So, you know, come on, what comes next, right? And so, I just felt like I had this great pageant moment, and everything was working in my favor. They announced the third runner-up, second, first. And then when they went to announce the winner, I even had the girls, my fellow contestants, on the stage, like, whispering to me, like, saying, congratulations, Denise, it's you. And it wasn't me. (sighs) Oh, how heartbreaking. Um, It it was like in that moment in my life, what was that? Like 2000, I was 19 years old and it was just so heartbreaking. And what really hurt me is that I felt rejected, like, like I wasn't being accepted for who I was. And the funny thing, Jody, is that I actually had, um, I was rocking a new hairstyle. It was actually a weave. And so long story short, I found out that that apparently disqualified me. So there was a bunch of shady stuff going on, you know, uh, but it just was a plain small moment because I just was so wrapped up into this title and thought that, you know, having this title would make me feel better or make me more important in my community when the reality was who I am inside and out was really significant and enough. I didn't need this title to be somebody. I already was someone. I was working with children in our community, volunteering, tutoring, you know, making such a positive impact without this crazy Miss Fireworks title. And so I'm so grateful that I learned that at such a young age and stage in my life because now going through my journey as a mompreneur and even as a performer later on, it really made me steady and strong in who I am and just really helped keep my life in perspective this whole journey through. Oh my gosh, that's such a great story. And I love how you pulled the lessons out of it. Uh, So many things I could say on it that it's so true that when we're going after a role or a title or a position, we fe- and when we feel like we have to have it in order for people to see who we really are, and then we don't get it, it it's like we're being told, you're not who you think you are, right? You're not that great or anything. And it can be so crushing, but what it is, is we've attached our identity to that title, 
And it isn't who we really are. And we weren't rejected for who we are. It's not that we're not seen. It's just a mindset. And it's so true. And oh my gosh, when you told that story and and how it felt like a rejection, I could feel, you know, the 19-year-old you just being just so crushed. And what does this mean for us? But it's important to recognize when we place too much value on things outside of ourselves, then we lose sight of what truly makes us unique and special. And I love that. I loved how you said that. Yes. Thank you, Jody. And that's so true. I could not have summed it up better myself. We just cannot lose ourselves in the midst of society standards. Absolutely. Okay. Now, Denise, share with us a time in your journey when you had a wake-up call. Take us back to that moment and share with us the steps you took that led to your success. Sure. Well, it's interesting because after five years of teaching at a charter school and loving it, absolutely loving every moment, I felt a shift happening in my life and a lot was going on. My grandmother, who is near and dear to my heart, passed away and I just found myself really reflecting upon my life and I made the decision to leave my teaching career to help my church that I was a member of at the time to help them open a daycare, get it licensed and up and running successfully. And so I did that understanding, you know, people thought I was crazy. They're like, oh my gosh, like that's a huge pay cut. There's no guarantee. You know, you're walking away from this amazing career and where I was getting a lot of recognition for my teaching skills. But I just felt this shift happening that I had to do it. And so I took this risk. I got the daycare open and running successfully. It was going amazingly well. Long story short, there was um, an an incident where I realized quickly, I recognized the fact that it was just my purpose to be there to get it open and up and running and no more. Because after that, I was operating it as the director, but so much was happening that was just like a sign left and right that, you know what, this is where it needs to stop for you. Um, there was a lot of um, things that were happening that were not really um, – that were very hurtful. There was a longtime church member that was trying to, you know, take the director role from under me and all this crazy stuff was happening. And so in that moment, I had to make a decision to walk away. Now, mind you, I walked away from this job and I found myself unemployed and happened to have just found out three weeks prior that I was pregnant with baby number two. And we definitely are in a family where, you know, we really need two incomes to feel comfortable. And also with me and my history, I've been working since the age of 12. So that's just a part of who I am. I love to work. I love to feel like I'm contributing to society in that way. So it was really a moment where, again, I had to go back to that plain small moment where, again, I found myself questioning, like, what, who am I? What good am I? What am I contributing if I don't have a job or this title or what have you? And then I realized, 
You can take your life into your own hands. Become an entrepreneur. Tap into those gifts and talents that you have been given and use those, like leverage those to really forge your own path. And from there, that's when I used my gifts of writing and gab to start a mommy blog and a podcast for moms, Mom Talk with Denise LaRosa. And now it is an official LLC. It's doing extremely well. And it all came from that pain point, that crossroads. And so I just really encourage people to find those moments and try to pull out the positives and do a spin on it. Because a lot of times out of our pain comes our purpose. So true. And it's perfect that you said that because it's important to recognize the signs when something isn't a good fit. Right. When it doesn't feel right, when over and over again, you just get this feeling like, oh, this isn't really where I'm meant to be or this doesn't feel good. And usually that's, you know, if you can't pinpoint it, that's what it, how you usually will translate it. This doesn't feel good. And I remember jobs I took when I was in my early 20s, when I, you know, just didn't know any better and didn't know those signs and didn't understand them where, you know, different situations where things happened and they didn't feel good. But I was like, well, I said I would do this, so I'm going to just commit to it. I said I would be here for an entire year, even though the contract wasn't what I thought it would be or I misinterpreted some stuff. And I pushed forward and it turned out to be a really bad situation because I didn't take the steps to move. And that was the other thing and how you captured it right there at the end. You got to look for the positive. You got to look for the opportunities. That's where I stopped. I wasn't looking for the next step, like, okay, this isn't working. What else is out there? What can I turn this into? And that's what had me stay because I thought this was it. I was in a box and I needed to just move forward with that. And I see so many people do that and it's painful. It is, Jody. It, it, it really truly is. And you know what? One final thing I'll add on to that is that it takes a strong person to walk away. I'm not going to lie and sugarcoat this and be like, oh yeah, I walked away and everything was good. Oh no, I had naysayers <laughs> and haters and people looking at me like, oh, she's quitting. She's quitting. You know, I to for me, what I have found in life and discovered, Jenny, is that it takes an even stronger person to recognize when something's not working and to be able to walk away from it than to be staying there knowing that this is not your calling. This is not what you're meant to do. And you know what I really love about that, Denise, is you had people who thought you were crazy for taking the job and then they thought you were crazy for quitting. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, so why are we listening to people? Just, you know, I mean, it's ridiculous. You just have to forge your own path and just stay true to yourself and true to your values and who you are because you can't please everybody. Someone's always going to have something nasty or crazy to say. So you might as well just totally dust it off. Keep it moving. Yes. And other people don't know what it's like to live in your skin, right? They're not picking, they're not feeling the feelings you're feeling. Like a lot of our, the signals we get are feelings or their thoughts that come into our mind. It's our intuition speaking to us and other people cannot sense our intuition. So they don't have all the information that we're getting. So of course, sometimes their perspective and their opinions are going to be different from us. But you have to do what you know in your heart of hearts is true for you and respect that and move forward with it. Even though, as you said, and you are right, a lot of times to take the path that we're meant for, it's scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
Absolutely. I mean, I'm there now. I, I mean, I think as an entrepreneur, you're constantly living in fear. But th- what separates you from the rest of the pack is that you push past that fear. You go on knowing that, okay, this is scary, this is uncomfortable, but to get to the next level, I have to go through this journey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's darn exciting at the same time, too. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. And what I want everyone to get is there is no one way to lead. We're all different. We're all going to lead differently. We have different skills and perspectives that we bring to the table. Denise, how would you describe your leadership style? I think that my leadership style is really based upon my personality of being voted friendliest girl in high school. And yes, during those pageant days, Miss Congeniality. And that is this. I'm always looking for a way to connect with people. It's not about what's in this for me as opposed to what can I do for others. And so even as a as an elementary school teacher, I, with the parents, I would always try to find at least one thing that I had in common with that parent, or at least one thing that I have in common with whoever I am dealing with at the moment and connect with them. I mean, it goes beyond, like I said, it goes beyond the, what can this person do for me? You really have to live a life of service. And the way you do that for me personally is to connect with people. That is huge. And your ability to connect with people makes all the difference in the world as to whether or not you and they get what they want. Absolutely. So cool. And Denise, what is one thing you're working on right now that you're really excited about? Oh, goodness. And this is, yeah, I'm so excited to talk about this. I absolutely love podcasting. It has changed my life. So my podcast, Mom Talk with Denise LaRosa, is my baby. I feel like it's my third baby. And I just love it because the podcast is designed to motivate, inspire, and inform mothers along their journey of motherhood. Whether you're a mother to an infant up to adult age children, we have topics that will help you along your journey. Everything from dealing with your life and body after having a baby to cyberbullying and how you help your children get through that process and so much more. And then in addition to that, Mom Talk with Denise LaRosa has partnered with Tyra Banks' new cosmetics line, Tyra Beauty. And I am so excited because I am not going to lie to you. I totally lost my I guess, what would you call it? Swag. As a mom, I just start rocking the pajama pants as a work from home mom. And I wasn't dressing up or putting on makeup. I'm like, who has time for that? You know, I'm raising children and I have, you know, my own business. So Tyra Beauty was really a neat opportunity for me to find a way to, you know, spruce up my look in two, four or six minutes. It's fast. It's fun. It's easy. So I've been traveling around and doing all kinds of, you know, tie-overs as we call them, like fancy, fun makeovers with moms. And that has been so much fun. It helps me tap into my inner diva. So I'm excited about that too. I love that. You can feel your passion come alive as you talk about that too. And to be able to put put on your makeup in two minutes, like I'm down with that. Like there are some days where I just, I I have to do it, but I can't be bothered with the effort of it. Right. (laughs) And it's it's insane. And then guess what? You can get your makeup done without brushes with Tyra Banks Cosmetics line. So it's amazing. I'm like, this is brilliant. I've got to be a part of this. So it's fun. (laughs) 
I love it. All right, now I'm going to do a quick leadership roundup. So Denise, tell us, what is one practice that you have that makes you a better leader? Definitely connecting, again, connecting with people. And how do you make that a practice? Well, again, I think it's just really asking questions. You know, be quick to listen and slow to speak. So that's really how I make that happen. Mm, I love that. So make sure the other person's doing most of the talking and you do that by asking questions. Yes. Very cool. Okay. What is one book that you would recommend to a woman to help her develop her leadership? I just read an amazing book called Successful Women Think Differently by Valerie Burton. And I love it because it's really truly about mindset. You have to actively, it's almost like a muscle you know, really working on that mindset and just really training yourself just to think differently, to think big and act that out, put that into massive action. Awesome. Denise, knowing what you know now, if given a chance to go back and do anything differently, what would you change? You know what, Jody? I mean, we always say that cliche, oh, I wouldn't change a thing because it's made me who I am today. And, you know, come on, let's keep it real here. You know, of course, there's things you would change. And for me, it, it just, there's a theme here, Jody, and it's to embrace who I am. Just to embrace all of who I am. Some people, you know, like you heard my voice like on, on the phone and you were like, Oh my gosh, your voice is so perky. I remember a time where I was trying to sound more sophisticated and have a deeper voice. Are you kidding me? Embrace who you are. Those are assets. So I that's something I would change. And not needing others' approval as much as I emphasize that. Like looking back, it's like, really? Why do I need somebody's approval? You're not you're really not as important or not as not thought of as much as you think. You know, you're always worried about other people and what they're thinking of you. And the truth is they've got their own grass, you know, like <laughs> they're too busy taking care of their own grass to worry whether or not your grass is greener. So just focus on embracing who you are and just doing the best you can on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I think it's something to juggle because when we want to be really good leaders, you know, there are certain skills that we have to develop, like listening and communicating and asking questions and building relationships, right? That's that's a part of it. It's some of the, the skills that we need to gain. But then I think sometimes people take it a little too far and they feel like I, you know, if I want to be a really good leader, I have to be charismatic, but I'm an introvert, you know, or, you know, um, and that's not to say introverts can't be charismatic, but maybe their personality, that's not comfortable for them, right? It's, It's just not who they are and it feels inauthentic. It's also important to note that if you're trying to be something you're not now, you have to know, is it just a skill? that you haven't gained yet and you just need to work it? Or is it truly inauthentic to who you are? You have to recognize that because if you're not sincere with people, they'll pick up on it. Absolutely. And I had a woman in one of my workshops who she worked in a a company that was very, you know, very um, huggy, 
I guess it, for for lack of a better term, like the the leaders were very emotionally supportive of you know their employees and their team members. And she was saying, you know, she's like, when I'm having a one to one meeting with somebody, and if they start crying, I'm like, they're there, hand them a tissue, like I don't know what to do for you, right? And she was judging herself, like that was a bad thing, and you know she should be different. And kind of what was really great is the whole group supported her in this. Is that you don't have to change who you are. You don't have to be a hugger, right? You don't have to love it when people burst into tears in front of you because what she brought to the table expressed itself in other ways. Her department had the most fun, right? They And it was somebody else from her company being in the same workshop that brought this to the attention of the group is everyone thinks her department's the most fun. They play games. She's very supportive. And she had even sent an email saying, hey, here's a virtual hug. I heard you're having a hard day, right? She doesn't have to be a hugger to express love and support to people. And I think sometimes when we try to make ourselves into something we're not, then it feels, it not only feels weird for us, it feels weird for other people as well. Exactly. And you can't keep it up. I mean, so, no, you know, eventually you're, you know, you're just gonna reveal the real you anyway. So why not start being you from the beginning? And be okay with what, what it is that, you know, what it is, what is it that you do bring to the table as opposed to what do you not have? Exactly. So that's huge. Okay. Denise, share with us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you. Sure. This is a new one for me. I was reading this actually when I was flying down to Atlanta a couple weeks ago. And it's a quote by Andy Mason. And it's from the book, God With You at Work. And so the quote is, if I allow the outcome to become more important than the source, then I lose both the source and the outcome. I love this quote because for me personally, I'm a very spiritual person and it's all about keeping my life in perspective and keeping it balanced because let's face it, as entrepreneurs, we, you know, a lot of times we get into this game because we want the flexible schedule and the financial freedom, but that sometimes takes a while to get to. In the beginning, you're making a lot of sacrifices. You're spending countless hours at the computer or whatever your, you know, whatever your workspace or workplace is. And so a lot of times we have to really constantly keep ourselves in check and keep things in perspective. And for me, I don't want to ever get bigger than my source. I don't want to ever you know, I want to stay humble and then I also want to stay balanced where I'm constantly going back to what really matters, my family, my health, all of those things that without those things, it doesn't matter how much money you have or how quote unquote successful you are. You have to have those essential things in order to really truly feel what it means to be successful. Mm, That is so true. And I find in my own business, there are days when I'm just feeling stressed with the amount of emails I need to send and the web page that needs to be changed and the blog post that needs to be written and coordinating and yada, yada, yada. And the list goes on and there's not enough time to get it all done. But I find when I connect with my mission and what's important, all of that goes away. Like when I think about the women out there who I want to inspire and motivate, 
you know, to step up and be leaders in their own life so that they can get what they want and get the results they're looking for, which, you know, ripples out to it just being a better world. The fact that I have to send a hundred emails today doesn't bother me so much. I just get it done. Exactly. I love that, Julia. I, I really love what you're saying because it's so true. If you go back to that source, now for me, I was speaking on a spiritual basis, but like you said, it, the source can also mean your mission. You know, sometimes we get so caught up in the work that we forget why the heck we're doing it. And so it's really important to always go back to your why, your purpose. Yes. And just as a side note, definitely relate my mission to source. I definitely do. It's the first thing I do when I wake up is to just reach out energetically and connect with God. Yes. And, and that, that, um, energizes my day. Absolutely. And I love that word source because it truly, truly is goodness. Yeah. All right, Denise, lastly, what is the best way for our listeners to connect with you? Well, the best way is by visiting my website, www.deniseinlarosa.com. I had to add my middle initial in for Nicole because somebody already had uh, the domain, Denise Larosa. So it's D-E-N-I-S-E-N for Nicole. L-A-R-O-S-A dot com. And also find me on iTunes and Stitcher. And it's really easy. Just key in Mom Talk with Denise LaRosa. I don't even think you have to finish, you know, typing it out. It just pops up there. (laughs) And subscribe. Please do me a favor and subscribe and spread the word to moms. Because, again, it's really a similar mission to yours, Jody. uh, But it's on the mom side. I really want moms to get that motivation and inspiration and the information that they need because motherhood can be a lonely journey. You feel like you're all alone. And the truth is, if you're going through something, chances are another mom either has been going, has gone through it or is currently going through it. So that's the whole point of what I'm doing is to connect moms to resources and to each other. And you can find all the links and resources shared in this episode at womentakingthelead.com or you can use the short link, which is womentl.com. You'll find all of Denise's information on her show notes page. And Denise, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We're all better for having met you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Were you inspired to take some action today, but maybe don't know where to start? Or maybe you have so many great ideas, you can't decide where to focus your attention. Don't let stress or overwhelm stop you from having the career, the business, or the life you want to live. Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching, or use the short link womentl.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, 
It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.